The old renaissance is the new renaissance. Standing on tradition while embracing the spirit of distinction. This is the Harlem Brewing Company. Uniquely crafted beer brewed to deliver a taste, a sound, and a feeling that can only be described in one way. Harlem style. So come and take a trip on the A-Train with our Harlem Sugar Hill Golden Ale and our Harlem Renaissance Whip Beer. The neighborhood original. Sponsored by Harlem Beer Distributing North Carolina. For more information, log on to their website at harlembeernc.com. This is the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Tuesday, October 11th. I'm Donald Ware. It's Takeaway Tuesday here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. You know how we do things here on Takeaway Tuesday. We're going to start with the HBCU National Players of the Week. Bashan McCray, the quarterback for Southern, had a phenomenal game. Completed 16-22 passes for 275 yards. He had two passing touchdowns, no interceptions, rushed for another 85 yards on 10 carries, had two more rushing touchdowns as the Jaguars routed Prairie View A&M in that football game 45-13. And that's going to be one of my takeaways. I'll talk more about that football game. But he completed 73% of his passes, 8.5 yards per carry. And in the last two games, McCray is responsible for nine touchdowns. He's responsible for nine touchdowns as Southern just railroaded Purview A&M, who's one of the hottest teams in HBCU football coming into that game. The other HBCU National Player of the Week, Dion Golot, the uh, junior, that is the quarterback for Bowie State, completed 17 of 29 passes for 242 yards, had three touchdowns and no interceptions in Bowie State's big win, 41 to 14 over Virginia State. That was a big football game for both teams. And uh, so that'll be another one uh, of my takeaways that we will certainly uh, get to momentarily. Looking at the HBCU polls, right? So Jackson State remains at number one in both polls, a unanimous selection in both polls. If you look at the coaches poll, North Carolina Central remained at number two. Old Corn State remained at number three. Florida A&M moved up two spots to number four. And A&T is now number five, having moved up three spots from last week. Hampton, Southern, Prairie View A&M, Delaware State, and South Carolina State holding on to that number 10 spot, round out the top 10. In the media poll, of course, Jackson State number one, Virginia Union moved up a spot to number two. Florida A&M moved up one spot from last week to number three. Albany State dropped back, even though the win over Edward Waters dropped back a spot to number four. And North Carolina Central number five, six through 10, Alcorn State, Benedict, Bowie State, Southern, and Langston. So let me get to this, the, um, I guess some of the aftermath from the Alabama State and Jackson State game between uh, Alabama State head coach Eddie Robinson Jr. and Jackson State head coach Deion Sanders. So I had a chance to look at some of the, the video um, and after the after the game and 
it looked like both kind of gave, you know, five. And then I, I don't know what happened, but Eddie Robinson put his hands up. I don't know if Coach Sanders was trying to, you know, dap him up a little bit more, but he put his hands up and then walked away and turned around. And, you know, he, he, he just reading some of the, some of the excerpts. And by the way, I had a chance to ask, uh, Coach Robinson about what happened leading up to um, the aftermath of that football game. And he did speak on it. And we're going to play that video. Um, this was from the press conference uh, on Monday. The coach's uh, Zoom uh, media call uh, that happened on Monday didn't wasn't able to ask Coach Sanders about it. I was had to, other responsibilities off the call, and nobody else uh, asked him uh, about ultimately uh, what happened but seems like uh, coach Robinson felt some kind of way some kind of disrespect um and you know it's it's just one of those things that I I I don't think it's as big as you know it happened we're gonna talk about it here on the program just 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 a little bit and move on uh from it but you'll hear coach Robinson's comments I think he put it behind him but he addressed it a little bit when I asked him a couple of questions about it uh, on the press conference. As a matter of fact, let's let's go to that now. I, I just want to get your thoughts. Uh, you know, I've read some quotes where you mentioned you were swack or I am swack in relation to um, what Coach Sanders uh, may have said or, or what have you. I just kind of want to, can you kind of take us through that? What led you to say that? Was there a buildup there? Was there something specifically that happened during the week? Um, well, I guess to me it's history, but it's still news. <laughs> so uh, I, I think when I looked at it, it was just a matter of, you know, we know it was they were a homecoming team, but obviously, you know, it was it was kind of how it felt on the, how it felt how it fell on the schedule. So I think I kind of explained that last week. You know, it was the first Saturday of October, and so um, and we're trying to get this homecoming tradition. So from that standpoint, that was the biggest thing about it. But to me. Um, I guess uh, if, if I'm going to define when I say I am swag, to me, it's, it's just, you know, it's a history of black college that we all try to represent. And uh, I was fortunate enough. I was blessed to walk on at Alabama State on an academic scholarship. And uh, that's how I started my love affair with the swag. You know, even before that, my dad worked at the Superdome. And so I grew up going to watch the Bayou Classic, you know, rooting for Southern. But uh, grandma would beat him up most of the time and, and we would win the band. So it's like uh, the halftime show. So to me, I just think uh, that swack is kind of it, it deeps. It goes deep for me. It means something to me uh, playing in the NFL. You know, we would talk with guys who, who were Jimmy Smith or uh, Ashley Ambrose, guys who were on another team on an NFL roster. I mean, you would meet after halftime. You would talk to those guys and it meant something. So we just didn't let everybody say that they were swack. You know, guys would be around the locker room saying I'm swack. We'd be like, no, nah, you're not swack, man. You ain't playing the swack. You got to earn that. So to me, when I say I'm swack, it's about that history of going through the HBCU ranks you know, riding the bus from here to Houston to play a game. You know, fortunately, we fly now, but those are the things we went through uh, as young players coming through in the in the late 80s and early 90s. So uh, I guess that's where I was from an emotional standpoint, but I don't think that had any bearing on a football game. I mean, uh, it was a great game, uh, great guys that played, and, and hopefully it can get back to the focus on the kids and not the coaches. Last thought, as, as a follow-up, do you, do you have a, an issue with Coach Sanders or anything that he said specifically during – the week or anything he said in the past? No, nah, not at all. I mean, we haven't we haven't talked at all during the week. Uh, we haven't talked in the past. We haven't talked since the game. 
so, you know, basically it's just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not a huge social media guy. Uh, he's more into social media, which you know, everybody has their preference. There's nothing wrong with it. I think it's been great for Jackson and great for the conference, everything, the, the spotlight he's brought to the, to the school and also to the SWAC. So I love that. Uh, that's just, you know, that's just not me. But, uh, you know, I think for the, for the most part, it was just a matter of, um, you know, just a frustration uh, over the, the what I felt was not really uh, representative of, of what we're trying to do um, as far as, you know, having respect for both teams. And so I think that's where it came from. So that's what uh, Eddie Robinson Jr. had to say about it. Uh, you know, we'll ultimately see what happens a lot. I mean, it was it's just so much to unpack. We're not going to get into all of it. I just wanted to make mention of it because it it, it was a story. Uh, and, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, um, obviously, the two teams aren't going to meet again this year. Um, but, uh, and Jackson State has the leg up when you're talking about that Eastern Division. But it was... Um, a story, many, many, just many, many stories um, that have that have happened this year. Uh, so anyway, we'll, you know, we'll leave it there, uh, shall we say? But you heard the comments there uh, from Coach Robinson. You can read the comments of what uh, Coach Sanders had to say after the game. He he, you know, he hurt. He 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 did address what Coach Robinson talked about about him not being sw- meaning uh, Coach Sanders not being swag. And, you know, he just he just kind of, you know, said, well, I mean, in essence, said, well, if I'm if I'm not swack, I mean, well, he didn't say if I'm not swack, who is? But I, he 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 had, he did said I am swack, you know, I am swack. I'm swack. So anyway, you can read those comments uh, for yourself. And again, those comments are what I've read opposed to what was said, because, again, on the press conference, it was not addressed. So that's takeaway number one. Takeaway number two. Uh, Southern's beatdown of Prairie View A&M. Now you looked at that Prairie View A&M team and it was coming in, you know, 3-0 and in conference play, uh, coming in really hot and Southern cooled them down. Now, of course, we know, or you may not know, but Eric Dooley for the last couple of seasons, the previous, uh, I don't know, maybe four seasons, was the head coach at Prairie View A&M, made the move to Southern, Right. And I mean, he he must have prepared his guys for that football game. Okay, they were ultra compared. As I mentioned, McCray had an unbelievable football game, and it, it, at the end of the day, Southern took um, uh, Prairie View A&M to the woodshed. Right. So now, with that big victory, you have a situation where you still have the you know you have three teams that. You know, I would consider front runners uh, in the Western Division. You're talking about Alcorn State. You're talking about Southern, and you're talking about Prairie View A&M right now in that order. Now we'll see, and 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 Alcorn State and Southern still to play. Matter of fact, this weekend. So man, in that 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 Southern Division, that Western Division in the SWAC, boy, that's going to come down uh, to the wire. But and remember, Prairie View AM, the defending champs, but Southern put it on Prairie View AM. So Prairie View AM is now down a head to head matchup to uh, Southern. So that was one of my takeaways also. Uh, another takeaway uh, Bowie State's big victory over Virginia State. I'd have to go back and look at the tape. I think when, I'm, uh, when I made the prediction uh, this week, I believe I picked Virginia State just for the reasons of familiarity and so forth. Look, 
Bowie, Bowie State may have lost a couple of games, but Bowie State is ready to rock and roll. Got a big game on Saturday against Virginia Union. Boy, we've got some really big games for Week 7 in HBCU football. Uh, but I'm going to tell you what. Bowie State is the real deal. That defense did its job against Virginia State. That offense was explosive. Golot did his thing at quarterback. And uh, so uh, Bowie State, you know, shouldn't be fooled by those couple of losses that Bowie State had. Although one of those losses uh, was to Shaw. Uh, Not that that's a bad loss, but it was a bit of a surprise, especially when you're, I mean, it was a good win for Shaw, but when you're the defending champs, I mean, those are games you got to win. But again, fortunately for Bowie State, it wasn't a division game. Uh, It it was an intra-division game. So uh, it bodes well there uh, for Bowie State moving forward. So Bowie State wins out. Bowie State's going to win the Northern Division once again. My third takeaway, South Carolina State and Florida A&M. Florida A&M is playing some very, very good football right now. Lost the first two games. Has won four straight, including going to a hostile environment against, uh, against South Carolina State in Orangeburg. And you've got to give... Uh, Florida A&M a lot of credit. I mean, it's an old MIAC rivalry, so it's not like either game or the game hurt either team. I was looking to see um, if we had an attendance. Uh, 13,595. Pretty good these days, I think, for South Carolina State. I mean, you go back 10, 15 years ago, South Carolina State was packing the stadium. I remember in in 2009 when Florida A&M and South Carolina State played in Orangeburg. I mean, it was 20... I was a... uh, it was a it was a windy seemed like it was a colder day maybe upper 50s it was in if i'm not mistaken november and that was a big time football game that that south carolina state was was uh, the underdog in that game and came away uh with the victory florida a&m had curtis pulley at quarterback and a lot of other players but south carolina state came away with that uh victory but you look at south carolina state so fam use playing well um Coach uh, Willie Simmons mentioned, you know, that defense bowler and, you know, uh, you know, Isaiah Land and, you know, those guys are really playing some good football right now. As he mentioned, you look at Xavier Smith, really big game, his best game of the season, the wide receiver. Um, So you're talking about a Florida A&M team that is playing well right now, maybe looking for that uh, at large bid to the playoffs, perhaps. I just don't see where Jackson State's going to lose another game. Plus, Jackson State's got the head-to-head against Florida A&M. I I shouldn't say I don't see where Jackson State is not going to lose another game. That's not true. But Jackson State's going to be tough. And again, Florida A&M still has that head-to-head deal there. So that's going to be tough. You know, Jeremy Musa threw a couple of interceptions. Matter of fact, he threw two interceptions to B.J. Davis, who's absolutely phenomenal. I've been singing this kid's praises ever since his freshman year, the linebacker for South Carolina State. But as I have these numbers uh, in front of me, Xavier Smith, five receptions, 102 yards, one touchdown in the ball game. Isaiah Major's a guy that's playing extremely well for Florida A&M. He had 13 tackles in the game for the Rattlers. Two and a half of those tackles were for loss and also had uh, one sack. So you have Florida A&M ha- playing well. On the other side, South Carolina State, not so much. You have struggles uh, when you're talking about at the quarterback position. Uh, Now, when you're talking about Shaq Davis, the wide receiver, I mean, he's torching everybody. Did his thing against Florida A&M, had a couple of big touchdown receptions. 
uh, did his thing against A&T. So he's a pro prospect. He's got great size. You saw what he did uh, to Jackson State last year in that celebration bowl. Uh, but South Carolina State, even though this it's not a it's not conference play, so it doesn't hurt South Carolina State um, as much. But I think what will help South Carolina State is now you've got Virginia University of Lynchburg coming in for a homecoming next week, so you can start to get some things right leading in to conference play in the MEAC, and I think that's big for South Carolina State. South Carolina State's got a lot to fix. I mean, while B.J. Davis is playing well and some individual uh, players may be playing well defensively, collectively, the Bulldogs are not playing well, not getting that running game going either. So South Carolina State's got a lot to fix with a much improved MEAC. Had a chance to see Norfolk Norfolk State in Morgan State play on Saturday in Baltimore. Norfolk State pulled that one out. Norfolk State, we remember last year was like six and five, had a chance at that championship and just couldn't close it out at the end. And Morgan State has improved under Damon Wilson. So South Carolina State to defend this MEAC championship, going to have to get it together uh, and get it together really, really soon. So that's another one of my my third takeaway. My fourth takeaway is, is a takeaway that we've been talking about for like three or four weeks, and that's undefeated teams in HBCU football. Jackson State remains undefeated. You have Benedict, who remains uh, undefeated, got another victory. Um, Also, you have um, uh, Langston. Now, Langston did not play uh, this past weekend. Uh, Langston didn't play, but, you know, that aside, I mean, Langston still remains undefeated uh, on the season. And so, you know, you have these you have these teams that are playing extremely well uh, that remain undefeated on the season. And who would have thought six weeks into the season you would still have um, some teams that remain undefeated to this point? And we can't forget about Virginia Union, who's undefeated to this point as well. And congratulations to Langston, by the way, who makes the top 10 in terms of HBCU, the HBCU media poll. Uh, so those are some of my takeaways from week six in HBCU football. Um, on tomorrow, either tomorrow or Thursday, we'll see how we transition because we got to look at week seven. But I'm going to give you my top five players to this point in the HBCU season. We're midway through the season. And also um, my power five rankings, the top five teams. I think the top five teams in HBCU football right now, midway through the season don't forget to tell a couple of friends about the hbcu football daily podcast where you can find us on our website box also on iheartmedia.com and wherever you get your podcasts as well as you can watch the hbcu football daily podcast on our youtube page uh, or on the box to row youtube page look forward to our next couple of HBCU Football Daily Podcast, and we'll talk with you tomorrow on Hump Day Wednesday.